Hi, everybody, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex in the City podcast, where we dive into every episode of Sex in the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that, I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and as always, I'm joined by Chris Lewis. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you this morning? I'm doing good. Um, you have brought something to my attention this morning. What? And oh. I just want to issue a correction. Yeah, this is a Patreon correction. This so it's is not a Patreon a collection. Collection? Correction. This is a Patreon correction. Um, I had brought some news to the table the other day that Katie Maloney Schwartz was fucking Max. And Nay, I thought Bubba. Bubba. I thought Bubba was fucking Max Vanderpump because that's what I saw. I saw Katie was fucking Max on Twitter. And I was like, oh, Don't you think obviously- they would have said Katie is fucking Lisa's son? You know what? Hindsight is twenty. <laughs> yeah, okay? they are. And I thought I I didn't even think of the other Max. Like I didn't even think of like Tom Tom Max. Like who I don't was even on have for a last one name season. on him. I uh, couldn't tell you. So um, I'd like to issue a correction. She's indeed not having sex with Lisa Vanderpump's son, but she is apparently allegedly having sex with Max, the manager of Tom Tom. The one who, who got been on one fired for being racist and then came out and said he was an octoroon. What's that? What's that? Someone who's like one, I think it's one eighth black. Oh, yeah. He's like, he was yeah. like, my, was like my great, uncle. great grandma <laughs> was a quarter black. And we just like never saw him again. Um, and reminder, apparently before Katie anyone has... comes for me, I'm a black man, so I can say octoroon. Don't you go around saying it. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> How are you otherwise than, um, you know, continuingly spreading fake news? Um, you know, I'm actually doing really good. You know, good. I my you've boot got a boot on. on. You're ready to go, ready to hit mm-hmm. the streets again. I am ready to hit the streets. How are you? I'm good. You know, not to harp on the weather, but it is so hot. Mm-hmm. Fan me off. I'm hot, hot, hot. I can't over there. do this anymore. It needs to get the Christmas weather. I'm like past fall now. I need to be in a winter coat. You need to be in a bomb cyclone. I want it to be. I can't even think about that episode. <laughs> really what is the one that we gave a 10 out of 10? Remember there was one episode we loved this season? I want to say it was episode three. And I don't even remember what happened in it. <laughs> Gun to my head. Couldn't tell you. Hold on. Let me open that outline and see what... Actually, I don't have time for that. Um, <laughs> I don't have time to hit two buttons. Episode three. This epi- this season has felt like just a... Uh, uh, a fever um, dream. Like, Yeah. But not how the first season felt. But you're like, right. That like, was a different level of fever. But your point that... I can't remember anything that happens episode to episode. No. Let's see. Episode three. Oh, it's when Carrie's recording her audio book. Oh, we loved that episode. Yes, and Brady's dealing with his heartbreak, and Miranda's mm-hmm. like a tiger Flies mom home. and goes home, and they have the fight in the like, you ruined the family scene. Yeah. Wow. And the MILF list. The MILF list. The only genuine chuckle I've had this season. Because there weren't any laughs this episode. I think I, hmm. No, I did laugh at one thing, but it was wholly inappropriate. Oh. We'll get to that. Um, okay. But otherwise, you know, oh, everything's fine. Everything's normal. I'm very much looking forward to the weekend. I feel like this Any weekend. Any plans? 
Um, I'm seeing friends who are in town. What? They're in town. They live here. <laughs> um, they're going out of town soon. And I had a great oh, okay. dinner last night with a friend who um, left for Berlin today. We had a lot of fun. Talked about Oppenheimer quite a bit. He had just seen mm. it. Mm. He wants to get his eyes on Barbie. And I said, I don't know what's stopping you, sir. It's literally playing 1,800 literally times a day. Yeah. Um, no, so everything's sort of, we need a new cultural thing. I mean, I guess everyone's I know. chatting about red, white, and royal blue, but I'm like, guys, I don't want to talk about that. No, that's going to fade. Quickly. It's just like we're starting to really go into the season where we're going to start feeling that hit of that strike. Um, well, definitely TV-wise. That's what I mean. But like, movie-wise, everything is the same. Content is just not going to be coming in. We're going to mm. be getting, I mean, did you see that show Villains? Yes, I'll be rooting for Shake. I mean, I will. I won't be watching first and foremost. What Ooh, is Shake. it? Shake, Shake, the guy from Love Is Blind who really wanted oh to my put God, the women guy that on his shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> he's like my dream girl is super thin. I can throw on her sh- my shoulders yeah, he's at a like, concert. Do you think I could put you on my shoulders at a concert? Yeah, Honestly, yeah, yeah. You remember investigative Sheik and Deep questions? D. Of course. And Deep D was like really being like put on a pedestal. Like she's some like feminist like queen like she by just Shake? simply oh you mean by us by the world oh okay i was like i don't think i think Shake she was, was on like the cover of like vogue india well, you know people will be on the cover of some international magazines well, cynthia bailey i just saw real house of miami when larsa was like i was on the cover of vogue and it was like vietnam well it was like vogue one block in like zimbabwe yeah it was like not real vogue it's Really, well, um, not localized. Lo- thank you. It is real Vogue, but she was acting like it was like the cover of like honestly, American I'd Vogue. argue probably being on the cover of Vogue India is bigger than being on the cover of Vogue Amer- America. Just, just because there are more people I in agree. India. It's like when you're famous in India, you're mm-hmm. mu- like. But the um, thing about what's her name? Who's married to Nick Jonas? Uh, Priyanka. Yeah, like I would argue she's probably the most famous woman in the world. It's just not here. Like Shakira. Yes. Or um, mm-hmm. how if you go to Europe, everyone is obsessed with um, Padam Padam, Kylie Minogue. <laughs> but she just hasn't hit for well, just straight people here because I don't think they can hear her voice. So, you know, um, I was thinking about the Love is Blind cast recently. And I was thinking to myself, like, these people really come and go. Like, the reality stars well, aren't some what of they them used stick. to be. Like who? Lauren Speed Hamilton is a queen. She was interviewing okay. people at Essence Th- Magazine. Okay. Um, That's different. That was the first season. Like now that, I mean, they're churning out seasons of the show like left and right. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the nature of reality television. Right. So like, I don't even remember who was on last season. Um, Was last that season man, Cole? Paul. Who's Paul? Oh, Paul. Ooh. The love of your life. I was down bad for Paul, but then he got a girlfriend and I felt genuinely portrayed and had to um unfollow him on both accounts where I was following him. You have multiple accounts? No, no, no. He had two accounts and I was following both of them and I had to unfollow both. I was like, I can't oh, do wow. this. I will check back in though, because maybe they've broken up. They I don't think they have. What's what was that terrible woman's name he dated? Peyton? No. His mom's name was Elizabeth Millie? and the Senator. Paul Micah. 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 But you know what? Here's the thing. For the 12 weeks that show is on, and by 12 I mean like four, mm-hmm. it is like the only thing you can think about. So they are very famous for a short period of time. 
the shortest amount of time. And maybe, honestly, that's sort of what I would want out of fame. Like, I would want it for four weeks and then no one to remember me. Yeah. And then just go back to your job. Because, honestly, I think that's sort of nice. I feel bad for the people who are sort of in the middle, who get uber famous, lose their jobs, and then can't do anything else. Mm. Whereas I think Paul could probably go back to whatever the fuck he was doing. and Oh, for sure. He never quit his job. walk down the street now and I'd be like, who the who? Yeah. Well, I would be like, well, who's that gorgeous man with a great chin? <laughs> and then there was that serial killer who looked like a property brother. Who, like, picked oh. one woman, Arena, and then went back to another one. Remember yeah. Arena? Bliss. Bliss. I bet she's been, she's probably. And Zach. Good. Yeah. And Zach. I don't remember yeah. any. Oh, and then there was that. So apparently we do remember a lot of them. That troubled woman. Remember her? Who was dating Which- that that woman who was really nuts, who was dating the, the guy who she thought was gay. Marshall, I want to say. And then oh she left God, him. Jackie? Yes. And <laughs> left him for that maniac who came in that as drunk. fucking man with the cauliflower ears. I've never seen someone She was like, scene. you are gay. <laughs> he and was like, like, I'm, I'm just, not. I just, he's like, I just I'm, have feelings. Yeah, I'm sensitive. I think I'd he's like dating a really beautiful woman right now. He was terrible i hated him too i had the yeah, same he, disdain for him that jackie had i just remember wasn't, when he was like can i have the ring back and she's like no, no. and then she and then her final line of the show just like i really got to do a lot of work on myself it's like, it's like yeah sweetie do, and i don't think you've done any of it that could have been your first line and your exit line yeah god i missed that show it's coming back very soon I know. That's a show where they could just be filming it year-round, just throwing people uh, back in. I think they, they are, Chris. What I want, though, is for them to recycle people and put them back in the pods, but with, like, a voice changer. And then mm. the door opens and someone's like, fuck, it's Jackie. <laughs> fuck, it's Jackie. God damn it. God damn it. I've fallen in love with fucking Jackie. <laughs> Wait, do you remember Raven from, like, the, the season in Texas? Raven and she and was, SK. like, working out, like, while they were talking to her. Remember She's really capitalized off of Love is Blind, and I love Rem- that for her. Remember that alcoholic who fell asleep? And she was always drunk and, like, slumped Tiffany. over. <laughs> Tiffany and Brett, that king. Brett, that AI, that chat GPT of like, a man. I'm like, Tiffany, you are so lucky, girl. Because she was always slurring. Slurring. Remember that scene where she was just wandering around the apartment trying to clean? Then she just fell asleep on the couch. It was like, I've never seen me on a Sunday morning better depicted. (laughs) Just like, well. Yeah. Oh, my God. God, Love is Blind. What a perfect television show. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. We should cover it on our Patreon. Oh, we absolutely will. If you enjoyed, because we were always giving it like five minutes up top. And it deserves to be fully dug into remember when i read Mm -hmm. you that monologue from andrew Mm -hmm. (laughs) that maniac i think you read that to me for my birthday yeah andrew was a talk about shadowy figure they all are though in their own way and um speaking of patreon have we shared it with everyone our idea of what we're gonna do do you remember (laughs) you you don't remember if we've shared it or the idea we haven't shared it okay so if you want to support this podcast, the best way to do that, really the only way, is to join us over on patreon.com slash shortcomings podcast. And what we want to do soon is is when we get back to season six, which will be very soon because this show does end next week. So you, you and I need to start recording those episodes. 
Oh fuck! <laughs> we do. You're got to get back in there okay. in the yeah, next, probably tomorrow. To <laughs> yeah, we feel like got to get some audio over to B very soon. Yeah, um, I'll put some dates. They'll put some time on your calendar, maybe for Monday. Thank you. <laughs> um, you, we are thinking that when we dig back into season six, we would love to do like a. Would it? Would you? Can I guess it would be live, but not in person. Where we would invite everyone to join the Zoom and watch us record the podcast. And if that's something you would be interested in, let us know, and we'll mm-hmm. do it. Um, yeah. So and you, we can pick an episode, a good episode too. Mm-hmm. And then I still yeah. do want to try to. Figure I feel out like if, we could do the movie. I, I no, because I don't know if we talk about a thirty-minute episode for literally an hour and ten minutes. Oh yeah, people I, would be in with us for the night. Yeah, they'd be asleep. Like we would yeah. be. We'll, well, they, we're gonna have to. They already out. are. That's most true. of them in bed. Well, that's not. Yeah, we've seen a few people just like with throw pillows and blankets, and people arrive quite comfy. Honestly, um, it makes me want to do the same. Yeah, I will be. Reco- I will be recording live from bed next week. Um. And so we'll pick a great episode to do it, and if that's something you're interested in, we can also put up a poll of, like, what episode folks would like us to do it. I'm thinking we should do it for um, Petrotsky's first episode. Oh, God, well, I'm sure I just said it wrong. I'm going to hear about that. (laughs) Alex's first episode, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is the last, like, one. I think it's also the episode where Steve and Miranda get together. Mm. So I think that that would be a fun one to do. Or we could do it with one that doesn't matter, where Carrie's swinging on that trampoline, you know? Because you know what? Oh my Not God. Not a trampoline. What's it called? Trapeze. A trapeze. And she's like, I got to learn to let go. It's like, bitch, shut the fuck I don't even off. think she says something that profound. It's she's I think just like, I'm just, swinging from I'm the trapeze. Swinging from one <laughs> trapeze to another. Um, and then also, we should plug next week, we're going to do our Zoom shorty happy hour to discuss. Mm-hmm. The finale. You'll get the episode, of course. Um, people will get the episode on Friday, the general uh, listeners. But um, we're going to go on Patreon at 5 and just get to what's what and talk about season 2 of And Just Like That and really maybe break down, is there going to be a season 3 of this show? And we'll know a dif- we'll have a sense of should there be, because we will have seen all of it. Right. And it kind of feels like it's buttoned up. Yeah. Because I, I got to see the preview. Oh, we'll talk about that preview. All right. Before we get into the episode, I want to thank our iconic shorties, Gina, Carlos, Lauren, Christina, Kimberly, Kate, Ainsley, Jenny, Laura, Charlotte, Dana, Laura, Lee, Laura, Claire, Allie, Jen, Caitlin, Kristen, Lindsay, Casey, Stephanie, Alexandra, Justine, Gracie, Sky, and Taylor. Thank you all so much. We support. That well, list no, is you growing. support us, not we support you. We love you all. But we but do you, support you. Yeah, we do support you all emotionally. Yeah. And, well, but just not financially, you know? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, should we get into it? Please. Let's All right, dive today right we, in. Let's dive right in. Today we are covering in Just Like That Season 2, Episode 10, The Last Supper Part 1 Appetizer. And before <laughs> we do... the, It's giving Miss Congeniality Colton armed right. and fabulous. Before we even break down with an episode synopsis, why on God's green earth is this episode entitled... The Last Supper Part 1 Appetizer. I don't fucking know. It could have just been Part 1. It could have just been Appetizer. It could have just been The Last Supper. (laughs) 
I mean, I think maybe they were going for an American Sex and the City girl 25th anniversary pop-up pop shop. Pop-up shop, yeah. Carrie's closet. <laughs> Crazy. I think they were trying to go for an American girl in Paris part un and deux. Mm-hmm. Which is the finale of the original series, which maybe makes me think this is the finale, is the finale? of and just like that. But the thing is, is like it wasn't an American girl in Paris part un baguette. Right. <laughs> Croissant. It was like part du left a, left alone at a party. Like it, yeah. we weren't getting so into the weeds. So I didn't need the last supper part one appetizer. Mm-mm. We that, certainly did not. For that to be spelled out like that, it was like trouble's already afoot before I've even turned the episode on. I know. I know. All right. So let's start what with is, a little... What is number... What is the next one going to be? Last Supper Part 2. Amuse bouche Yeah. Entree? Uh, I guess. The, 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 the full meal? <laughs> Applebee's sampler? Cater dinner? <laughs> Michelin, Michelin dinner? Michelin dinner at Carrie's apartment where everyone's invited? Like... God in heaven. Lisette sitting table side. Like, I don't know. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Let's start with a little episode episode synopsis. Carrie prepares to leave her old self behind. Charlotte celebrates a work win. LTW worries about her new pregnancy. Miranda decides to to change her breakup patterns. And Che returns to the stage. Oh, my God. What did you think about this episode overall? It felt... Like I was getting hit in the face with a baseball well, bat. At least you didn't like seen. it, and I don't. I don't have to break you down, Chris. Uh, at this I think point, I might have liked this one more than you did. At this point, like I, I have broken you. I'm broken. I'm like a broken toy. We didn't get the band this week. No, Lillian Brady strumming the guitars. No, and- Lillian Brady really anywhere. We saw Brady roll up on his bike. Not for the it. strangest appearance. I'm like, can we get this kid offset? Yeah. Oh, God. And did he ride his bike from Brooklyn? He sure did. Well, I'm sure he just brought it on the subway, but why is he there anyway? I. You know what? We're asking that, questions that simply can't be answered. Yeah. Um. Let's start with Seema and Ravi. And <laughs> okay. I have to admit something. When it yeah. cut to them having sex... I was like, who are that? Who is that? I know. Then the camera was panned like, even closer. Fuck. And I know I genuinely was like, who are these two characters? Mm-hmm. And like, was, am I supposed to care that they're in if, love? I, I guess. I don't. No, I don't care. What I don't understand, and I think we touched <clears> on this a few weeks ago, is, is that to me, it seems like Seema is a completely new character, like season two. They have rewritten her like, in season one, she was someone who was desperate for love, interested in it. And we've we've heard her say that to Carrie again. And, of course, maybe she's become more jaded between seasons one and two. But the Seema of season one seemed like someone who, if she felt compelled to tell someone they lo- that she loved them and they replied, I-, I love you too, she would be thrilled, not mm-hmm. apprehensive. Yeah, they're kind of like, they've really changed her entire kind of personality. They're making her much more like Samantha in season two. Like, what I, I appreciated about Seema in season one is is that she was she Carrie's was... new friend who was distinctly different than Samantha mm-hmm. in, her, in her intent to fall in love mm-hmm. and have what Carrie had in this, this sort of grand romance. I, but I guess Ravi's not this grand romance because we have not seen it. And it's also been three and a half weeks. It's like, I, I, it's like, it's nice, 
But I didn't need to see that. I could have been again in a fucking monologue or she could have just come over and told Carrie. Like it was like. And we've got to get Seam out of the animal print and the silks. Like (laughs) her wardrobe. How much do you think she's spending on dry cleaning? Because nothing she owns is machine washable. Of course not. And like, I think I famously said on this podcast, I think I asked you just point blank, like who dry cleans? What do you mean? And you who said dry- everyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, you. I thought you meant who does the dry cleaning on and just like that. I was like, I'm not that into the weeds on this show that I've got the dry cleaner. No, no, no. But I remember when I was Paulette, just like, does anyone dry clean? If you're not sending things to the dry cleaner, you're an animal. I haven't ever sent a single thing. <laughs> I gotta, I'm going later today. You know, I've got a few suits to drop off and some shirts. Wow. I don't, I mean, I'm in overalls right now. Like, I don't dress well, like. I, yeah, I'm in a succession Stewie t-shirt. You're saying <laughs> Like it's ten a.m. I was wondering who that was on your shirt. I could yeah, just yeah, really yeah, see yeah. the top of his head. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You know my man. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I, I just like I don't care. I'm sorry. Like I just don't fucking care. You don't care about Seema at all at this point. Remember when she was like our queen in season one? I know. We really loved her, and I loved that scene with her out in the umbrellas. What? <laughs> with her and Carrie with the umbrellas? What are you talking about? Oh, my God. Oh, oh not in this episode. I was like, what no, the No, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, did I have a stroke while watching this? Yeah. Um, that was a great scene. Mm-hmm. I think she does really great um, dramatic work on the show. Yeah, but I don't like this whole, like, he said, I love you, and, like, I can't do this. It's like, will you... I haven't even Trump? vetted him. Just enjoy... as, And maybe that's what Carrie's point was, and I agree with her. Just, like... Just go for it. Like, we're old. <laughs> we're old. You like him. Like, Just I love would feel him. that way. If someone my age said to me, this guy told me he loved me and I'm not sure how I feel about it, I would be like, we are in our mid-30s. Like, do better. Do better, either, be better. Either go with it or break up. I, I don't... <laughs> I don't have time. No, I might be like, look, it has been three and a half weeks. What's going on with you two? Mm-hmm. Do you even know his last name? Right. Also, can we talk about the sex on this show? Chris, it's it all is missionary. Neither. It's every single time. And look, I know with Red, White, and Royal Blue, we've gotten into this whole thing of gay men can have missionary sex, and apparently people didn't know that. I was one of those people. <laughs> really? I don't yeah, think I you want to admit that. You, I d- Chris, you thought I- it was doggy all day? All day. <laughs> That's shocking. <laughs> No clue. I mean, if you gay sex, I was going to ask you about this on the episode that we discussed red, white, right, and royal blue, but I didn't. It just doesn't make any sense to me how anyone could feel that way. Just imagine you have an asshole. You can figure it. Like, could you not? Nah, I, I don't guess, know where yours is okay. placed, but if you okay. simply thought about it, no, you know what it was for me. <laughs> Is this a safe space? Safe space. I mean, I, it is between you and I. I don't know about the listeners. Well, I don't. Okay. We'll hear about I, it in the reviews. Yeah, I'm sure. It for me, it wasn't so much like I didn't understand how the dick like got in the asshole in missionary. It mm-hmm. was I was wondering where the other dick went. It just lays flat on your stomach. What? But if but are they hard? Yeah, I mean. So and, does that it, hurt when it's like flat? No. On your stomach? Why would it I hurt? don't have a penis. I don't have a dick, okay? I don't know. 
Do your breasts hurt when they're laying flat? Like, why would it hurt to? Li- well, because like I always hear like you know guys but, like, are like imagine Don't do that. laying on your like you realize men sleep on their backs. Yeah, but I'm saying like if it was like being if it was <laughs> if it was like laying on their stomach and like someone's on top of it and it, they're rubbing it with his belly, would that hurt? No, but also like how big are these bellies? I, I just feel like they don't have to be. No belly shaming here, but like I don't know that there's a lot asking. of friction between my. I you know what? This is getting crazy. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay, so sorry. I didn't know. Now I know. Well, I wasn't going to say that all the sex is missionary. I was going to say that the sex in the original show is famously only deployed for humor and very rarely um to be sexy. The sex this is like trying show, to be sexy. It's not even, but it's neither funny nor sexy. It's like boring and we're just like watching people like shuffle around in bed (laughs) yeah it made me a little sick (laughs) not sick this honestly this is a hot take the sexiest sex scene of this entire show was miranda in the hot tub getting like fingered by che and did you understand the mechanics of that (sighs) yes i'm just trying to see if you understand the basic mechanics of any non-heterosexual sex Yes, I understood that because it's like two like parts that you have. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not going to say that. Let's move, let's move on. Yeah, I think you need to spend some more time localized in the penis area, and I think you would have a more working understanding of them. Right, I have no clue what's going on. You really there. are like I don't know. I don't understand. Can they I really don't. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know if it was hard, if it could be, like, flat. <laughs> so I, I can't even fathom what you're talking about. <laughs> Sorry. It's wild. <laughs> like, I want to almost, like, draw you, like, a diagram of, like, what I'm describing. I'm just going to Google something and later and just send you a photo. It doesn't make <sighs> any... Like, <laughs> and it's not that difficult to imagine. It, it's not. But, like, I never thought about it. And maybe that's a problem. You need to be spending more time thinking about penises. I'm good. You, you got some bandwidth, I think, to, you know, to fill. Think about it? Yeah, I think you should. I'm worried. Okay. <laughs> Just understand, okay. you know, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, speaking of decks, let's go over Tony's way to Anthony. Now, yeah. you had sent me, I guess, a tweet... That has since been deleted by, because I tried to see it again this morning to look at, to like see how people replied. And that tweet was gone. Mm. Um, That basically said, get ready for like some bottom shaming on this week's and just like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh God in heaven, I I can't do this at 10 Mm a.m. in the morning. And I have to say, I actually found this conversation to be perfectly fine and a good example of employing Anthony's character in a way that felt true to him and true to a conversation that would happen in the queer community, which is just like people's ill-conceived notions about sex and sexuality. Mm -hmm. And that he would hold this. Now, I don't know that it's like generational. I was going to ask. The show really made it seem generational, but I think that there have been, I've certainly had conversations where it is like, you are at an impasse about who is willing to do what in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And that's just a part of being gay. Now, of course, there was the line where he said, you're the woman. 
Mm-hmm. And maybe that's generational. Mm-hmm. But I, I, when, luckily, maybe I would be more horrified by this if I had not um, been prepared. But because I had imagined how bad it was going to be, yeah, this actually felt rooted in character. I just do not care for the actor who's playing Giuseppe. He's horrible, Chris. He's I horrible. Also, I also, not to get back to the mechanics of gay sex, they literally had just finished. Yeah. Well, like... And you don't have to... Oh, and Giuseppe was like ready to go again? Yeah, and you as a bottom don't have to come to completion while being fucked. But like, Jesus Christ, give me like one second. I know. He was like ready to roll him over and stick it in. I'm like, whoa, buddy. (laughs) Well, and like we've seen his dick. Nine inches we had confirmed. Nine inches. I would kill myself. Yeah, you know, it's not... That's a no for me, dog. Always comfortable, you know? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but no. it would be nice to get a sense of we can't just be talking about length, you know. Mm, you want a sense of like the circumference. Yeah, because like you know, nine and thin, maybe we could make that work. Mm-hmm. But nine and a nine and thick. Get out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> Leave immediately. Mm-hmm. We're done. Uh, that's Please a trip leave. to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I didn't mind the scene. I just think Giuseppe is um, gorgeous, but should Terrible be a model. Mm-hmm. Not speaking. And I also found it, I, and, and I think what softened also my problem with it was actually the sort of weird stagnant language he uses. Like, it wasn't like he was replying in this. Um, the scene to me felt very stagnant in both Anthony's understanding of modern sensuality and sexuality and Giuseppe's handling of the English language. Mm-hmm. Didn't we find out he grew up in Buffalo? Yeah, his mom's from Buffalo. Oh, his mom is just from Buffalo. Buffalo. Um, you know what someone said, or and I don't know if someone said this is or this if mom I thought like it. Luanne Delaseps. No, well, and I think I, again, I don't know if this was a thought or if I read it, and that's right. how I feel about it. And just like that, is is that what if his mom was Amelita? Oh my god, I read that too. Okay, so I read it I somewhere, read or did I type it to you when we both read it on my screen? No, I think someone in Patreon wrote it. Okay. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Mm-hmm. If just in the middle of next episode, we just heard, Scoozy, darling. <laughs> she would be like, Tony. Tony, I remember you. <laughs> so then, okay, so that takes care of the sort of conversation about bottoming and sexual positions and i guess we didn't really land anywhere with the two of them about what they're gonna do there no although maybe anthony has a great butt by the way i thought it was a body double (laughs) unfortunately maybe it wasn't maybe it wasn't i don't know i did appreciate that we're not doing that thing where we're scuttling up and like putting our pants on to go to the bathroom after having sex that it was just bare ass Mm -hmm. now that you're saying it i'm like wait that ass was really good and just no offense for like an older gentleman it just looked a little too firm for an elder man it it was firm and high as he said it's like two scoops of butter pecan ice cream in the original (sighs) series Chris, I can't. I can't. All right, let's speed this up because we have been okay. recording for 30 minutes and are just at Anthony. Yeah, boy. Um. So then Carrie invites Anthony over and we get a new piece of news. Yeah. And I think we have bid a beloved character adieu. 
Mm-hmm. And there's no other way to say it other than Stanford has become a monk. And that is where I laughed. <laughs> And then I felt bad because, of course, Willie Garson had passed. Right. What a choice, you know? I mean, it was one thing to send him to Tokyo in the first place with the TikTok like, person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's another to say that that TikTok person and he got into a fight, has the TikTok person has fled to Berlin and Stanford has become a monk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I did some it's Googling. On peace. I did some Googling, and you can talk on the phone and people can visit you when you're a monk. So I don't really understand this letter that we... <laughs> they had to make it work somehow, but couldn't, couldn't I guess we also wanted the photo, so that's why it needed to be a letter. But couldn't he have called Carrie and then sent her a picture of himself on, via text message? Now, I know we did, couldn't see the phone call, but this is getting very old school, and it wasn't even a typed letter. It looked like he took quill to paper. Parchment. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. I, you know, I was disappointed with what they did with Stanford in the first season. And this just kind of this is solidifies that feeling. Madness. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I thought Sarah Jessica Parker, you could almost feel her emotions having I know. to talk about it. And I loved the inclusion of the cosmos that she and Stanford used to have there. And the idea that this is such an emotional moment for her. She drinks her entire Cosmo. But I... And not to rewrite this show, you know, to enter that writer's room. But I thought it would have been so much more moving to have him have found love. Stanford? Yeah, that Stanford's sort of journey throughout the show was one that, I mean, personally, I related to of not feeling like you conform and fit into these sort of gay stereotypes and always on sort of the fringe. Mm -hmm. And ultimately now he is in this unexpected new world and wouldn't it have been great had he found love and that's why he decides to stay. Mm-hmm. That would have been a better choice, you know? And it, and I feel like it would have sort of closed the circle of the sort of devastating storylines we've had to cover with him throughout the ser- original series where he's always sort of maligned and not <clears throat> treated well. Yeah, they're always like, why would that hot dancer be with Stanford? It's like, oh my God. Do we even see why he and the dancer break up? Or it just just happens off screen in between the end of the series and the movie? I honestly think it just happens off screen. I can't even remember. Crazy. Um, Those were really my only thoughts. Other than I just think it is wild that we're like, Stanford's a monk. There's never been a more Michael Patrick King just like, well... What are we going to do? You can just fucking tell when something is an MPK original. And this whole show is. And I'm just like, the puns, the... what is that? It wasn't super punny, this episode. No, 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 it wasn't. But I'm saying, like, just these crazy, like, stories. Like, you're just like, what are you even... And you know how they always like to say, like, everything we do on the show is based off of, like, something that happened in someone's real life. I really don't think anyone has become a monk. No, 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 no. And just to think that this show is so centered on sex that he's now chosen a celibate life. And that's and now it's like, that's why he can't be on the show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's really strange. Yeah. Let's get into Charlotte. Um, Why is Sam Smith on this show? Chris. So I remember when the photos came out of Sam Smith in their trailer and I was like, what is Sam Smith going to be doing at this, on this show? I thought maybe like a performance. Maybe at I, that Halloween party. Right. We'd hear Unholy. 
we see Sam Smith just walking around a gallery trying to buy some art. I'm like, oh, okay. And and, and no begrudging them anything. If we are going to do the whole... First and foremost, the original show made up its own celebrities Mm -hmm. for the most part. And usually when they deployed a celebrity on the show, it was um, in some sort of cameo. Alanis Mm -hmm. Morissette did not play herself. Um, I can think of Penelope Cruz in the second movie is not Penelope Cruz. (laughs) I can really only think of Heather Graham and Heidi Klum who played themselves. And those were very specific situations in which the characters would have been... um, up against a celebrity. Mm -hmm. This, to me, felt so out of place. And if they were going to do it, shouldn't they have picked a celebrity who also feels sort of iconically New York? Yeah. Sam Smith is quite literally British. British. Like, it just, Um, to me, it would have been so much more truthful and at home. And And this speaks to the bigger problem that it doesn't even feel like this show takes place in New York anymore. And I'm going to tell you... If this show came out in like 2014, like Sam Smith, like is Sam Smith that famous anymore? Uh, like I where you'd have someone like see at them? Unho- that unholy song was really big. I know that, but like I don't know. It just felt like kind of weird. Look, like, like the same just... people who go to um, what's that? Ed Sheeran. I was gonna say something unkind. Oh. Um, but it's sort of yeah. like how I don't understand Ed Sheeran's fame. Who would like, you who would you have wanted it to be? Like even who if, do you think is like very even New if York? it was like Andy Cohen? Mm-hmm. Although he's appeared well, they don't care about that. I was gonna say he's appeared on the show two times before. They don't give a fuck. But like whatever. So is everyone on this show. If it was mm-hmm. just someone to me who feels like it, I mean, anyone like who feels to me like a New York character. Mm-hmm. Like a New York celebrity just to root it in the real world. Fran Lebowitz, fine. Jerry I don't care. Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. get somebody in there. I, I think Jerry Seinfeld lives in LA. But I think you're thinking of the TV show? Yeah, like he feels like a New York yeah. kind of guy. Let's see. New York celebrities. <laughs> hmm. I'm looking at a lot of these. Alicia Keys. Okay. Howard Jay-Z. Stern. Howard Stern. Barbara. <laughs> it, it, you know, it just could have been anybody. I'm just surprised that they chose Sam Smith because it, they kept trying to make Sam Smith like this big deal. They were like, I'm selling a painting to Sam Smith. And Rock was like, oh, that's so cool. Well, I could, I mean, that is like, I mean, he, they I mean, are a celebrity. Cool. But it just would have, I think it would have been better. And to me, it further illustrated the fact that this show does not take place in New York anymore. No. It takes uh, place in a whole other like land. Yeah. And so she sells the painting for more than $100,000. And the girls Mm -hmm. are like, we got to take you out for drinks. And Charlotte gets hammered. She drops her phone in a pitcher of margaritas. She's sick of these kids. (laughs) These kids are running her ragged. She's sick of everyone. She's like, when they call texting. Rock is driving. Actually, Rock, I was okay with. We didn't hear Lily on the other side of the phone at brunch. But I was like, Lily, let your mother have a fucking meal. Your mom brought you fucking condoms in a snowstorm. Be let her be. And when she came home drunk, and Lily said, "Mom, you're so gross." I, I was know. like, "Can you?" Sh- I'm I like, "You fucked Brady Hobbs." Watch your mouth. 
can't even talk about that. <laughs> I did you. really like um, her yelling at all of them, closing the door, and then letting Richard Burton in with the "Hi, baby." Yeah, slam <laughs> again. So I was like, "This is." I did so. I did have some laughs during that. I did moment. laugh about that because so she was Davis, just like, "I, I a had job. a life." She's before like, I had a fucks. life before you guys. Like, I was a person. And just to yell at all of them. And then, like you said, when <laughs> the dog like walked in, she was like, hi, honey. Yes. You Do you know how much dick Charlotte York Golden Black got in that apartment? Oh, my God. She has been through things. Okay. These she's fucking lived. kids need to show some respect. Yeah. She's Charlotte fucking Charlotte York Golden Black is an OG. And the way they treat her. They treat her like a frump-a-dump. Like she, well, they treat her like she's a slave. Just yeah. like, hey, go Mom, get bring my, me my notebook. Like, well, go. and I like that when Harry was on the phone, she was like, "What? Because you're the dad and I'm the mom. Like, you." Well, can't I like think work. what he was going to say, I'm the I am the primary breadwinner. Like, you can go get it. You're um, also and I living like, in another man's apartment, Harry. Why don't you go get the? Why don't you send your assistant or something? Also. Yeah, it just... Also, where's the school? Can't she just leave and go get it? Like, I don't know. Also, I, you should have fucking brought your notebook. I really hate these kids. I really don't uh, care for these children. The, the Goldenblatt children are our least Every kid on this show is terrible. Well. well. I can't say that about Wyatt anymore after <laughs> what happened. Uh, no. I don't think... Well, well, Wyatt is a monster, and we'll get to him. Okay. What a like, uh, different turnout there. <laughs> just saying shall we Those talk reviews, about LTW Chris. <laughs> they're gonna be rolling in yeah you don't know about how gay men have sex and I just wish death on a fiction he is a fictional child I want to be clear okay, I'm also not a gay man why would I, I know that I know but I just feel like that's like you should understand like that feels like just you I understand it when you explain it to me Did but you? I never you th- thought I about it before I don't think you did. I don't, I'm still slightly concerned about your oh understanding. God, whatever. I let me live. Okay. You gotta watch some gay porn. Um, let's chat with about LTW. Okay. So we find out that her professional life is expanding. I think maybe we already knew this, or it was an option, but it's been mm-hmm. confirmed that PBS wants to expand her doc into a ten part series. Um, yeah. Sounds like something I would say that I watched and never watched. yeah and she lets charlotte know that she's pregnant and i overall have to say about the storyline it feels so compact and so un unexplored Mm -hmm. and yet i think nicole ari parker does such beautiful work in this episode that if it had been spread over four episodes it might have been a worthwhile arc. I yeah. don't know what they, they are thinking. The, they like open the book, they open the door, and the like. They shut it like week. Charlotte, and and then then all of a sudden it was opened closed. it again, and then let us in and closed it. It's like mm-hmm. what is happening? And because I thought she and um, Kristen Davis were really beautiful at the like whatever that shop was where they were yeah. looking at like butter dishes and forks and mm-hmm. that j- janky Williams Sonoma. And I I really appreciated in the writing the subtlety that Charlotte doesn't say congratulations when she finds out that she understands the sort of weight and difficulty of like, oh, wow, this is not the right time. That she doesn't jump to the joy that that you would think Charlotte would. 
Because mm-hmm. think about Charlotte. If she was pregnant now and she was staring down the barrel of Lily and Rock. Oh my gosh. She would be like, get me the fuck. Well, and especially with here. her being back at work. Like, I yeah. think now that she, yeah. It's just, that's, and that's probably such like a real feeling, you know, like when women who are like older get pregnant and they're like, what the fuck? And I, I love the scene between Herbert and Lisa in bed. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I was getting a little upset that we weren't landing on the idea of an abortion, but then we finally did. Yeah, we cir- um, they circled that for a while. I, I don't know. To me, it always feels like a TV thing that people don't say that word. Mm-hmm. But maybe you wouldn't want to. Maybe it is such a charged word that you yeah. wouldn't use it. But I was like, what he says, should we be talking about the alternative or other option? And I was like, wouldn't you just say, do you want to like have an abortion? I feel like it's too like harsh. And maybe that is true that in that circumstance, you would not want to use that word. But Mm -hmm. to me, it just I'm glad that they at least talked about it. And that she does say, no, I thought about it. And I just need a moment to adjust. And I thought Mm -hmm. it was really beautiful in the her acting and also the line when she says I always do like that she Mm -hmm. will be able to make this work. And she just looked so sad. I know. Beautiful acting. Yeah. Some of her best work. And it's what hurts is, is that she then we find out is potentially losing the baby. Um, But we didn't get to see her. I felt emotionally removed from it because we don't get to see her adjust to wanting the baby. Mm -hmm. So it It was very, it was kind of confusing. And again, every scene for each character takes place in the same place. So all of Herbert and Lisa, they're always in that bed. Mm hmm. I was surprised when Charlotte went out to drinks with the girls. It wasn't in her kitchen. <laughs> I was like, wow, they found another set. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sets, they're, yeah, we're not, yeah. Yeah, no. No. So, I don't know. I'm excited to see sort of what happens in the next episode and how they, um, I, although I bet LTW is like barely in the episode. And it's like, that was it. She's out. Yeah. All right. Now let's get over Miranda and Chase way. Oh, my God. So Miranda, for some reason, is going to the United Nations to talk to the BBC with her boss. And I just want to say her boss, Kira, I love this performer and this actress. I do, too. She's so beautiful. And she like bursts in. And I'm always like, okay, let's follow this woman. Mm-hmm. But I then we meet- have another storyline we have to follow. I can't. <laughs> I want to meet baby Wallace. I was like, let's. I know. She feels very, like, comfortable. Like, I feel like we... It doesn't, I don't know. It feels like I feel like, like I know more about character. her than I do Nia Wallace this season. A hundred percent. And so she has no idea what's going on in Steve's life. And we then cut back to that veterinary shop. <laughs> and they're always like not putting their animals in like carriers. They're always just holding this, them. This man is just, well, now I will say you will see some crazy shit in New York. I'm not surprised I could see a man just rolling down the street with a lizard on his shoulder, but it doesn't seem safe. That's what I mean. Like, I just don't get it. It's like a snake around his neck. I'm like, what's going on? Uh, uh, yeah. And I was just like, this is disgusting. Like, I know that people who yeah. work in like vet shops are into animals, but I wouldn't be cuddling up to like a lizard on a also, man's shoulder like, and like, Oh, bye cutie. Does a vet see lizards and cats? See lizards. Well, I guess that's the thing about being a. Are all animals insides the same? Because it does seem like how could a vet be capable of treating dogs, cats, snakes, 
lizards. Lizards. We see turtles in there. Like, it does seem like you need to get a little bit more localized. Like you don't like go special, see like a brain surgeon for your foot. Right. It's not like a <laughs> yeah, catch-all. Yeah, I feel like there's like a special because there's like um like large livestock vets yeah. that are different. But I guess in New York, if you had a big ass llama, you're just taking it to that shop with Trey. Che. I guess Trey, Trey, and Judy. And then we met Doctor Old Man, whatever his name was. He shuffled out that dusty elder. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sort of represents this glimpse we get into Che's old life. And I will say, for it was nice to see Che from behind the desk. You know, we re- remembered sh- they have feet. Mm-hmm. They're empty they in the can trash walk cans. Around. Mm-hmm. And then we watched Che watch their old comedy, and we have to see season one, that comedy set, and it was like, well, we never needed to see that again. No, we don't need to revisit. We remember. But then we clicked on another old set. Mm. In the strangest depiction of a computer screen I've ever seen, it looked like it was from, <laughs> like, Figure It Out from the 90s. It really was. I was like, this is like Carmen Sandiego. Yeah, it looked crazy. I was like, the, it's like no one's video looked, it was like a giant ass folder with like a big ass JPEG of just tongue out. I was like, what is their concept of computers and how things are saved? It's giving sad Mac. Yeah, I don't know. But so then Che opens this old performance and we see them introduced as Cheryl Diaz. Mm-hmm. And what did you think of seeing sort of Che's old self? Very uh, Callie Torres because they slapped her, them in a bad that wig. wig. Mm-hmm. As Callie, um, as they had Callie in for twelve seasons, never had a good haircut. So my thing is, is like I understand what they were feeling watching themselves back, like an old clip mm-hmm. of them and like this old world and like not feeling understood and always having. But then we go to like the Che's new comedy concert. I wished it had connected to I looked and at it, my old self. I don't right. understand how that is not what we got. Although I guess they were talking about dating their old self. I guess, but so like Cheryl was talking about like I was on this date and I didn't eat a I'm salad. I'm starving. Like what? Like ladies, am it's I like, right? Just and tap I, you the know mic. what? You like that? The ladies, comedy am I hasn't right? gotten better. No, Although no improvement. I, did you? Oh, but we'll get to the set. What did you think of a little lady named Joy? Who we met at the UN. Oh, that woman? Yeah, the mild flirtation. Is that what was happening? I think so, because then Miranda turns around and like looks back. I see no reason for that look back. Unless... Okay, that's what I thought too. But, from, but then it's from... never discussed. <laughs> maybe Joy's never. joining we'll us at the last supper. We'll never see Joy again. No, maybe like, Joy's... I thought Joy was just more of like looking at Miranda, like, I'll give you a better job. Like, that's what I thought. But then when Miranda thought, looked back, I was I like, thought Joy oh, might maybe... be coming to dinner next week. Like, guess who's coming to dinner? Joy? Joy. <laughs> no? Just I, me? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought they had, like, chemistry. I think they did, too. But, like... She was like, I don't I have dogs. I couldn't really get a read on it. I hate them. I, <laughs> I like Joy a lot better than that witch. That Jane Eyre witch, that woman. Oh my God, the woman that with all the cats. Figure. Yeah. yeah, where she was like, I put my mean cat in the bathroom. <laughs> Bucket or whatever the fuck the cat's name was. I hate. Yeah. That was wild. What is this show? I don't know. Okay. So then we stopped by the apartment, and which for some reason Miranda is still living in that broom closet. Oh my like God. Harry and Potter. She walked back in. I'm like, why are we Olivia. still here? 
Like this is I a permanent week, solution. Well, I thought last week after she couldn't like go into the bathroom, like that would be like her her like, okay, I'm gonna move out. Also, why didn't Miranda get Carrie's apartment? I guess Lisette got there first. I okay. Really it's just first dibs. Okay. Um, that's a good point. I would love to, if we do, if we were going to do it in just like that season three, open with Miranda living in that sh- railway home, mm-hmm. that hovel. <laughs> yeah. Does it even have an oven? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, does, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Aiden was cooking on that um George Foreman. Well, not to bring that grill up. <laughs> <laughs> that time we <laughs> found out George Foreman is a <laughs> like a what world is he? champion. A world champion. Again, I was like, wait, what is he other than a grill maker? He was like the most like rumble. <laughs> I was like, I have heard the phrase rumble in the jungle before. And then we were like, remember, we were like, and I do remember him wearing boxing gloves a lot. Now that I think about yeah, it. I was like, oh, and his ads, those aren't oven mitts. Those are gloves, <laughs> boxing gloves. Yeah. Never forget. Sam and I both did think George Foreman was primarily known for the grill. Like we were like, he's a great griller. Honestly, like, and, and then we were like, oh, yeah, the slogan was lean, mean fighting machine. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> we like, oh, lean, mean grilling machine. Grilling machine. But that was after his like <laughs> slogan. Yeah, his yeah. famous, you know, slogan for his boxing. <laughs> yeah. And again, we were like, and I have heard the phrase lean, mean fighting machine before. Yeah, we all would just never put it together. Never connected it in my mm-hmm. mind. Um, So good to know that Carrie's apartment. And that does movie have an really oven. came and went. Did it even come out? I- I thought it came out on like crackle, like, like the Tubi? outside of a Cracker Jacks box. <laughs> yeah. Was it even real? I don't even know where I saw the trailer for it. I, I saw it like on a commercial once, but then I, I never saw it again. I never saw it again. Never. I, I don't think it, maybe it's coming out later this year. I, I, have I to could look speak it up. about Maestro and that unfortunate trailer. What? You haven't seen the trailer from Maestro, the new Leonard Bernstein doc, where they've slapped a prosthetic oh. nose on Bradley Cooper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that is. Yikes. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to mention Carrie And There's just a lot of like really bad discourse going on about that. Well, I don't know that it's bad discourse. I think it's necessary. No, 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 no. I'm saying like people are, the, are the angry. Is, no, the people like don't understand like why. Jewish people are like upset about it. They don't. No. Have they seen a picture of Leonard Bernstein? He doesn't like, look like that. I thought that like like this is called acting. That's what people are saying. They're like this is acting. Aesthetics I would argue is acting. Bradley Cooper's nose without that on looks more is, like Leonard Bernstein. Yeah. It's but then Leonard crazy. Bernstein's like family came out and said like it's not a big deal. Whatever. So they're like just make sure we get our check. Yeah, they're like, make sure people see this movie. <laughs> I think they were being held under duress by Steven Spielberg. Like, you fucking make a comment. Yeah. Um, did that George Foreman movie come out? Uh, yeah. Missed that one. Yeah. 43% right. of Rotten Tomatoes. I, yeah, that's unfortunate. But I hope, you know, I love George. Is he dead? He's alive. Remember we found out he named all his kids after himself? Like mm-hmm. George Foreman, like one, three. Georgette, George. Georgina. Georgetta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so let's get like back him. to And Just Like That. Okay. So Naya has been invited to Andre Richard's baby shower, and I've simply written here, this man is a sociopath. He's a fucking disgusting. Like, I, I, 
I was so angry. did you see the email? It was like, hey, Nye, thanks for your Instagram comment. Hope you'll stop by. I'm like, what? Hope you'll stop by? I'll light your fucking house on fire. Are you kidding? You are knocking... You knocked up the woman that I thought you had an affair with. It's giving Olivia Rodrigo. Excuse me? Is that what happened to her? (laughs) She wrote that song. Driver's license? And it was like... It was like... What song? It was like the girl that I always was worried about. Like, that you always told me, like, wasn't a big deal. You're not with them. Did it turn out that that man she wrote that whole album about is gay? I think he's bisexual. Oh, but he's bi. Okay. I thought he was just mm. gay. And, I and was he like, was dating Sabrina Carpenter. Oh, I was like, what an icon to like have written a breakup album about a gay man. I'm like, that's great. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just like, I it's just her. gross. I just hate Andre Rashad. He's disgusting. Hipster Carrie or whatever the fuck her name is, is also terrible. Um, however, I did feel deeply seen by her desire to buy them an incredibly expensive gift to show that she's doing well. Like I would do that. Yeah. Um, that's energy i feel and she also is like you're fucking right to throw all your goddamn exes away you cold bitch (gasps) i know well okay and miranda's like "Uh uh-oh every fucking episode someone says this to miranda miranda's about miranda i'm like what is she supposed to do with her exes i think cherish them like i do i'm such miranda in this like i never think about them talk about them remember them Oh, see, I like to. I love all my exes. They're great guys. Ew. Oh my god. I've got I'm like some, thinking... you know, men I've hooked up with who I'm. Well, you know, most of them. I'm like, I'm sorry. When? What did we do? Who? And when? Who are you? Yeah. Yeah. Chris, we've slept together multiple times. I'm like, did, have we? Yeah. Was huh. I there for that? Are you sure it was another black guy? I have said <laughs> that. Like, are you sure this could be racist? Yeah. They're like, no, it was you. <laughs> got your number in my phone. <laughs> Oh my god! And then they text you, and it's like I'm like Tyler number four, Tyler friend seventeen lived on this street, and I'm like slide and delete. Yeah, I I did want to mention that during this scene, Naya does refer to money as smackaroos, and that was (laughs) like, where are we? (laughs) She's like nine hundred ninety nine smackaroos. I'm like, what? (laughs) Has Michael Patrick King met a black person? Who is she? Howdy doody? <laughs> Smack a Go back and look. I'm not making that up. That's what she said. Okay. I believe you. It's just funny. So then <laughs> we go to the comedy show and Miranda has decided that she's going to show up. What did you think of the Skipper reference? Like, I don't want to throw Che away like I did Skipper. And Carrie looked like, what are you talking about? It's like, what about your ex-husband? <laughs> like, <laughs> Carrie is like, that was 25 fucking years ago. Like, yeah. To not also, reference the most recent ex is crazy. Also, didn't Carrie technically throw Skipper away too? Like if you really if you really think about it, she was Skipper's friend first and introduced them. They she breaks up with he breaks up with Miranda, and then Carrie's like, "I'm good on him, love." Yeah, he's the worst. Bye. They should bring him back. No, like if you're going to talk about him, we this season is sorely missing cameos. It is. We have a stocked bench, Mm -hmm. and no one. We got him. Oh, well, I wouldn't even consider that a cameo. And we got that's Bitsy. More, I'm so that's sick more of Bitsy. That's more of a haunting, what we're getting with Aiden. Right. He's haunting the proceedings. <laughs> You're right. And But I'm just like, is Bitsy like the only one that's available? Well, Bitsy, I again, wouldn't even consider her a... um. 
cameo because it was like remember when we got like deeper into her emotional life and she sat carrie down and we cried yeah i think that was true. episode three i think it was too <laughs> where she was like the grief didn't doesn't want to read the fill book. the hole the hole gets filled with new love or you build a new <laughs> hole of love <laughs> that what, they said? what did she say it was hmm. like new grief is a circle and you build a new farm of love no <laughs> no it was like it was like it was like love is a hole and new love grows around it or something. Love is a farm. I don't know. Grief is a farm. Are yeah. You okay? No, wait, no, no love. New love will grow around. Grief. The whole of your Grief. like plants. Right. New love will grow around. We've got to rewatch that old love. Yeah. We, we, it was a beautiful scene. It was beautiful. We were very moved. Yeah. Whatever whatever she said. Whatever. Yeah. Was whatever changed my said. life. Mm-hmm. It was right up there. I carry like, it with me. Now, do I know? I know the feeling I got from the what she said. The feeling is like the grief won't ever go away, but new life and love will grow around the grief. Now, that, if the metaphor was about a farm or animals, that I can't. It wasn't. What was it That's about? your own Was spin. it about a hole? It was, but, but a hole where? On a farm, right? Or like in a no, plant? No, no one's farming. Is she gardening? <laughs> I believe so. And that's why okay, they're talking so, about growing. Right. New p- plants will grow from dead bodies. Look, I don't care for gardening. So I can't, you know. Yeah. It was beautiful. I beautiful. carry it with me. And I love the, Bitsy. The sentiment. Yeah. Okay. But I need more than Bitsy. I, oh, and I guess we got Enid. Remember her? Remember she popped on oh, through, yeah, and Gloria Steinem. That was very bizarre. Um, so we're at the comedy show, mm-hmm. and what did now? The character I'm most interested in this episode is the comedian Aiden mentions who called him Country Lurch. Now that is one. <laughs> was good it joke. us? <laughs> I'm sure at some point I've referred to him as Country Lurch. Is there a shorty in the writer's room who's like, hold yeah, on, let me dial much... up a season four episode of Shortcomings and yeah. hear something Chris has said. Country I Lurch. Like something you Foghorn Leghorn. Mm-hmm. I'm also sort of missing his yokel accent. Like his accent is so flat now. I miss him like, come on, Gary, because you're going to the country. Very stiff. And what's going on with his hair? They did a shot from behind that was yikes. Uh, we'll we'll get to it, but when tendrils. he does this to Steve, <laughs> I don't. I'm, I did not see that. And I'm glad you I did that out. <laughs> you just did like a little shimmy and a shake, and with his hands out, he keeps doing it. Oh, oh my god! We'll get uh, to it. Country lurch dancing country around like he's, me at the re- like he's me at Renaissance. Yeah. Um. So we head <laughs> into the concert. And they're sitting in the back. And now one of the things with the staging of this thing is, is I just felt like Che would be able to see Miranda where she was sitting. It wasn't like that big of a venue. And also they were under fairly bright lights. Uh, yeah. They're bright as the sex scene in red, white, and royal blue. Yeah, just lit. Lit. And so um, then Che, you know, starts on. And I didn't see this coming. Chris. I love this scene. I thought this was like great classic sex in the city. Like, remember when 
Miranda actually goes to a comedy club with a guy and it turns out he's married and yeah. she's so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. It was giving triggering to memories of that experience, I'm sure, for her. I just sort of, it, it it made me uncomfortable in the way, like, old Sex in the City would when a character mm-hmm. is forced to, like, deal with the ramifications of their past. I wanted to fucking kill Che. <laughs> I don't know. I liked it. It was That's so what fucking a comedian. Are they funny? No. Was uh, anyone well, laughing? Yeah, they were having some real yucks. Like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yes, that old woman. Like I was like, guys, it's not. It the, was it's so not fucking mean. It like wasn't even funny, and that's what Miranda was saying outside. She's like, "What the fuck was that?" Well, then, well no, what she screamed was not funny. Not funny. It was like Miranda. <laughs> it, yeah. Calm down. <laughs> it was like when she walked out of in the first movie to see yeah, Steven. Yeah. She was like, "You broke us." What you and I had, you broke it. What the fuck is going on? And that's what I was saying during that scene. <laughs> Chay's nasty. Chay is a nasty soul. Narcissistic as fuck. But what's crazy to think about is is that Chay did invite Carrie and Aiden to see this. So even though they didn't know Miranda would be there, they were aware her best friend was going to be there. They don't give a fuck, Chris. They're so mean. They're mean-spirited. I don't know. I thought that I I understood Chay's point when they said, what did you expect? I am a comedian. I mind my personal life. I actually was more... I expected it to be funny. Well, yes, it should have been funnier, but I didn't mind them using the content of their relationship. And a lot of that stuff was true. Miranda did come with the baggage of a child and a, a child and his um, ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Are they even divorced? No. So husband. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm sure they're yeah, but it's like Chase. What baggage were, do you come with, sweetie? But I also understood Chase's point that you didn't. So like, you didn't see the full set, right? That they got thrown and had left the stage, and that perhaps there was a turn that it was going to be. Why did I make those decisions? Because not to intellectualize the I think comedy you're giving, stylings. I think you're giving Chase a lot of credit. I, I, not, but right, we've seen Chase comedy stylings in season one, and then they tend to end in a more introspective manner. That's about like gender identity and themselves, and so uh-huh. maybe it was rude to Miranda, and then it was going to transition to like a Nanette esque introspectiveness, and we just didn't see it because Miranda ran out of a why there was a side door in the middle there. I don't know. I think that was the front door. <laughs> And I don't know. The venue seemed like health to well, me. Well, and then that other person came out. I don't remember their name. And then, you know, Trey was like, yeah, that was them. <laughs> I'm like, you're such a bitch. I don't know. Miranda also should have, You like, deserve... You I thought deserve Miranda was going to get hit by a car. A lot of people are doing street work in this... In these episodes, I'm like, get the I, fuck out of the middle of the street. I just thought Che was so nasty and like not even funny and like not clever. And it was no, just look. like mean. It was just it was like if I went up there and just started talking shit about my exes, like I wouldn't try to be funny. I would just be like, they're demonic. I want to be clear. I did not think it was funny. I did not think it was kind. But I do see that if you are going to date someone who's who minds their personal life. It would be like big if he said, uh, was shocked that Carrie was writing about him in her column. Like the, the, that, that is the purpose of like, but like that is Carrie how they was ever like mean. Um, I think that, I think no, she was like, remember when he reads, happened. remember when he reads the book and he is really upset. Like, I because think he was like, I was a monster. Right. But through her perspective. So I think mm-hmm. it is tough to hear 
about but I think that's the part of the dating an artist is like but I think the difference is like Miranda like a really tried like she and she was being that's made Miranda's fun of in a way perspective. but she was being made fun of in a way where it was like this you know this old bitch like didn't <laughs> get anything and like it's like first of all you're not that much younger than Miranda Hobbs you need to shut the fuck up how old is Che? Didn't we find out like 48? 48. Yeah. It just seemed like really I, gross. And I was it just wasn't like, you kind, are just the worst. But I don't know. I, I didn't. To me, it felt like what is going to happen if you date a comedian? In the same way of like, they if you're dating, you if, like you, if you're dating Carrie, you're going to be a part of her writing. Now, what I actually found despicable is, is that Carrie did not get up and follow her. That she just let her friend run out into the cold street, and that Carrie then does calls che, is like no, but you still need to come into my party and be be around Che. Like where's I'm still very good friends with Che. Like that is, I would strangle like your allegiance isn't to your ex. Like Che does not really owe Miranda anything at this point, mm-hmm. and vice versa. If I ran out of a place crying, and my best friend did not come and join me. And then the comedian on the stage who harmed me followed me out. I would pop a head out and be like, you okay, baby girl? (laughs) Carrie's like, another round. Yeah, she's like, me and Aiden, (laughs) we're having date night. I'm like, I mean, it it tracks from Miss Bradshaw, but it's crazy that she doesn't. And then it's like, get over it and come to my going away party. Even though she's not really going anywhere. She's just leaving that shithole apartment. <laughs> like, come to, you got to make it to the Last Supper and face both of your exes. And then she dares to say, because they're both my friends. Carrie I- is a rude pig. She was back on her <laughs> bullshit this episode, and it was pissing me really off. She really was. Well, it's like, since when are you so close with Steve? Right, I've seen Mr. Three Hot things. Dog and Clams. No luck. Yeah. I have been to Coney Island. I, I did not eat hot dogs and clams. That is not a thing. Like, are the clams on top of the hot dogs? What the I fuck think clams is he are talking like a side about? Dish. That is disgusting. Well, like Carrie said, you are hot dogs and clams. <laughs> and I don't mean that as a compliment, you dumb fuck. And then to hear when he's like, "This is where Miranda. I came. This is where I came after all that stuff with Miranda. I used to come here as a kid with my brother." And then Carrie's like, "It's magical." Like. Man, <laughs> I know. Well, it's a wooden box well, on the wait, side of the wait, beach. Wait, like, what the fuck are you talking wait, about? Where when he the plans camera to... panned to that bench, and it was like this broken, like, like weather bench. Like, I was looking out the water, and he's like, "This is where I came to be myself." Oh my god, I was so sad. I'm like, but, what the fuck are you talking about? You guys are drinking like well, Dos Equis out of a. Like out of cooler. a cooler. Well, <laughs> well, then when Aiden like and him were like, yeah, we made money off Scout, brother. <laughs> like, they did like that handshake. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> so now I... Aiden is investing in the clam shack? Ew, Sam. Clam bar? Well, that's like a vagina phrase, clam shack. It is? <laughs> I think so. It's like a oh joke in God. Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope it is called the clam shack. Uh, but I swear to God, Steve is the most depressing, disgusting figure on this show. He's like, I had to build something new. And it panned 
to the worst looking. I would rather eat food it at the. Nasty. It looked like that t-shirt shop it they made like the Coney jersey. Was shut down. It looked like the t-shirt shop where the Jersey kids had to work, and that angry yeah. man would be in there, like get back to work, Snooky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I'd rather eat in any of those places. I'd rather run around with fried pickles and Snooky on the Jersey Shore than ever go to Coney Island eating clams and hot dogs with Brady and Steve. It just looked like a deserted. Who's even opening a hot dog shop? And you know it's going to be like not like fancy kielbasa sausages. It's going to be like just dirty water hot dogs. Isn't that all you're getting at Coney Island? Isn't it doesn't like seem one? like he's cornering a new market, but maybe no. he's maybe his mixture of the hot dogs like and the clams and will really um, put him on the map. Entice the locals. Just to like it was the epitome of Steve. Just a it, ramshackle box next to a hot broken bench. I used to come on here with Miranda. Like, no, no, Miranda God, never came there. He, no, he went there during all that all that chase stuff. And I sit and think. I used to come here with my brother. I'm like, have we? You have a brother? Yeah. <laughs> News to us. I knew you had a cousin. That my cousin Vinny character we saw at the baptism, but yeah. Oh my god, Steve is a, such a a clown. It would have made more sense. He he popped up dressed like Ronald McDonald and said, "I'm going into clowning." It would have made more sense if he honestly was like a franchise owner of like a subway i think that's too good for him (laughs) i i just want to know like you know he's an entrepreneur does where is he getting the money to pay for this the clam scout because apparently scouts raking in the dough and then he said, I gotta like, get away like, from all want... that Brooklyn bougie bullshit. I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> Sir, let's not do alliteration with your voice. Well, also, Scout's bougie? I guess, remember, Aiden did On all that Mulberry woodwork. Mulberry Street? He did all that woodwork. Is Scout even in Brooklyn? I thought I it was. I don't think it is. I thought it was. I think it's in Manhattan proper. I, the fuck if is I Steve know. Is moving to Coney Island? I hope oh so. Oh my god. He can live in the back of the clam shack. That dumb fuck on a cot. <laughs> and then Miranda could get out of that broom closet under the stairs. And get back into her proper home. She's living like Harry Potter for the first 11 years. <sighs> she's not even in like the warmth of a home. No, she's in a sound room. A soundproof room. It's, no, it's not soundproof. And it's not it soundproof. It would have helped. She has. She can't shower. Her son's fucking her, her friend's daughter. I'm, they've got to do something with Miranda next. I will say she looks fabulous. She looks great. She's looked better than ever. But they've got to. Uh, my my girl needs a win in this finale. She needs a fucking win. I can't I've never seen it. somebody take so many L's over and over, <laughs> over and over. Over. I mean, she's taken at least eighteen pies to the face this season. Like she thinks she's up. Bam! They're hitting her Chris, again. I mean, they started off with her on the beach, wandering around in a bucket hat, lost her phone. Then found out Che was married. Getting picked up by Oliver Hudson. Yeah, then found out Che was married. Another. Then she got a tattoo, remember? She got that tattoo that said MH. Yeah. And then we never saw the tattoo in the episode, but then it was was posted on Instagram. Like, isn't this a great moment for Miranda Hobbs? I'm like, yeah, I wish wish we'd seen it. Uh, Yeah, it was so stupid. Can you imagine getting CL tatted on your hand? No, I wasn't. 
People are like, what does that mean? And I'm like, my initials, because I'm dumb? Yeah, I'm like, God, this fucking show. I forget my arm belongs to me. I I think uh, Steve could use that. I bet Steve's underwear, each one has his name in it. Like I bet he has days of the week underwear. Yeah, he's like, and he's always wearing Sunday. (laughs) I bet you he did. I bet you he lost Tuesday. So he doesn't wear underwear on Tuesdays. Steve is such a fucking <laughs> sicko. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate this guy. What is he doing just, opening? And to see Steve and Aiden together. I and was then like, to see Brady uh, roll up on that bicycle. And, and for some Wyatt reason, all in the same like <laughs> And Carrie's like, like excited. She's like, ooh, now the, this is the like, real. me and my boys. I was like, like now this is the real, um, like, what's that phrase? Cherry on the Sunday. Cherry on the Sunday. I'm like, I'm like that going to Coney Island with Aiden and the overcast weather. Those that pube haired fuck is the cherry on the top, and he's so like. <laughs> he he also looks like a Beavis and Butthead. I'm so sick of these people, and I know I've been called negative on this podcast multiple times. But when I heard hot dogs and clams, I wanted to turn the episode off. And it was like four minutes. <laughs> How dare they have a star in Coney Island? That Brooklyn bougie bullshit place. I'm sorry. Brooklyn bougie bullshit. I'm like, then move out of the million dollar fucking brownstone that you live in, you stupid fuck. Yeah, move back into that basement apartment that looked that like something asbestos. out of taxi. That looked like something out of taxi driver. You serial killer. You fucking loser. Take yourself to the post office, get a fucking change of address, and get the fuck out of her house. Why is she yeah. suing him? I, literally, I don't fucking know. I don't know why Miranda Hobbs. How long have we been talking about this episode? Let's look. (laughs) An hour and 17 minutes. Jesus Christ. Okay, let's get into Carrie. Let's wrap it. And we haven't even gotten to Carrie. Okay, let's get into Carrie. Okay, so we're at Coney Island, clearly. And Wyatt calls and is like, Mom's being such a dick. Can you come home? And I thought, again, why are these kids so bad? Mom wanted to take my phone away. Well, because you're probably a really bad kid. Yeah, he's terrible. But your dad also abandons you every week. <laughs> but no, he doesn't. He sends him to his mother. Yeah, but like that's not how visit. Like, but that's not how visitation. Now I don't know. Maybe your parents had a different. I assume that visitation works. Is that like you can't? You shouldn't be shepherding them back. Like, isn't it supposed to be consistent? It is, but I remember like feeling life happens. like yeah, like you know, it, it was weird knowing that like. Like I remember, like my mom. Your would dad go was north traveling to go dick down some woman in New York, and while you were with your mom. Yeah, and like that's just weird because then like you can't like see him or like call him, but and he's like unavailable. You but just you can feel call like a him. part of you. You, you can, can, but like you can it's call just, though. But I, I feel like Aiden doesn't answer. But do you think so? It, when you were with your mom, and she, you and she were having a problem. Was it the appropriate response for you to say, I want to leave? No, you could do that as a child. You could say that. But it would be very strange if your mother was like, okay, go back to your dad. Like, no, children don't dictate. But they, at a certain point, like, I I just feel bad for him in a sense where it's just like. I don't. He just like wants his dad and like his dad's just so unavailable for him. He wants his dad because his mom. He only wants his dad because his mom is like trying to set boundaries. Probably he's not doing his fucking homework. He's probably sneaking out of the house. He snuck out of the house and got drunk. He hitchhiked. (laughs) 30 miles. How far away do they live from each other? 30 miles. (laughs) That's crazy. 
that, that is that a lot? It's how that's long? A in a lot of miles. That's thirty. That's thirty minutes, isn't it? No. How long does it take to drive thirty miles? Oh my god. Do you know? I don't drive. No, but I'm just saying, like that feels far. Hold on, thirty miles. This, I'm gonna guess kid. twenty-three minutes. 40, 45 minutes. <laughs> so that's not that far, is it? Uh, it is. I think that that's far. I don't know. I don't think that's for, that far for divorced people to live. I think it is. Because um, you could get to the kid in 45 minutes if something that's happens. That's a lot. And they're also, by the way, you they're not children. You should probably be 20 minutes away. No, no. That's, un- no. He's got to go. First of all, why it also fucking sucks. Nobody wants to spend any time Listen, with this totally kid. sucks. Like, how dare you? And also, why didn't Aiden say, hey, don't call your mom a dick? What kind of parent Aiden is he? Aiden doesn't give a fuck about his And ex. by the way, later on in the episode, he's like, you know, I'm now I know, like, marriage shouldn't happen. You shouldn't try to lock people down because look what happened with Kathy. And Carrie looks at him and literally says, and your children. Yeah, like, thank you. <laughs> she's like, you know your bitch son, like, who hates me? How about that? Yeah, yeah I regret you know- him, too fucking Wyatt. I, bet, I, bet I hate Tinder. Wyatt more than Brady. Well, I'm gonna say, no, I'm not gonna say it, because this isn't behind the paywall. What? Say it. Ugly. Well, of course he's ugly. Of course he is. You know, Rosemary <laughs> DeWitch stringy. Only... He's got those stringy bangs. Well, to be fair, he is 14, and like, oh, weren't we all? I mean, look at what we look like at 14. Yeah, but I don't want to see that. Oh, no, I was not on screen at 14. Thank no, God. I was hiding. All right. So let's get into. So we find out she's uh, selling the apartment to Lisette for a, a not even a written here reasonable price. It seems like she's giving it to her for 50 cents and, a, and some free jewelry. Mm-hmm. And there are things she refuses to leave behind. So she's like, I got to bring my rotary phone. Does that phone work? Is Carrie well, in the year? She's of- got some voicemails on there. I'm like, I don't think that's how rotary phones, rotary phones work. And tw- uh, 2023, did is she playing a landline? Are you playing Big's voicemails? What voicemails was are like, on there? Well, remember when he called and was like, I'm in a New York state of mind. <laughs> I miss him. I do too. So sucks. Always got her ass together. (laughs) Somebody needs to start running Carrie ragged because she's she's getting a little too comfortable. She's buying up. Okay, that I can't. That apartment. That shit white apartment. I want to burn it to the ground. Well, I want to make a comment. Someone Uh, commented about what I said last week. Okay, about what? About how. You know, Carrie was married and it's her money now and it's not Big's money, blah, 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 blah. Because I yes. said that this is Big's money. Okay. What I have to say to that is that's totally good and fine. But she's walking around this city talking about this man was a mistake. Marrying him was a mistake. No, she did ride that back the next episode. As she fucking should. But I'm just saying she's going around saying the shit and yet spending the money that he left her that also, that I don't know that I even her. believe in inherited wealth. Maybe all that money needed to go to like a community pot. It could have gone to Natasha. I don't give a fuck. Natasha would have said better. Said, Thank you. I hate and kept Carrie. it moving. Carrie really pissed me off this episode. So did I don't Aiden, even remember actually. what she did. Um so they're in Aiden makes it clear he's never coming to the apartment even though she says I've left a seat open. Um, for dinner, this and at this not point, being I'm able like, to go into that apartment, like, we're why do we keep talking about this? Well, then we find out he won't go because he's afraid he'll be angry at her again, 
And I'm like, I don't that even remember healthy. you being that angry. <laughs> well, I, when was well, he really yeah, he angry? Was, well, remember when he tried to get the apartment back? No, right he wanted her. to sell it to her. Well, that wasn't anger. I, think I actually think that breakup, he was pretty like, okay, you don't want him. It's like she's remembering, he's remembering a yelling scene we didn't see. Or like, well, also just like, or maybe he was angry it. and we didn't see it. And I'm happy and to not see it. And if you feel those feelings, like maybe we need to talk about them. Maybe I we also, need to like rehash these issues. I also if feel stepping like back into an apartment makes you angry again, like, buddy, we need to chat. We're just, I'm learning too much about Aiden's emotional life. Like, I don't really care. And not enough about Carrie's. Like, I do now understand why maybe he was angry in the original series, but the original series wasn't interested in what Aiden felt. And now (laughs) I feel like I'm overly hearing too much about his feels. Every episode, they've given this man a model. This episode ends with him having a mental breakdown in a parking lot. In that old wagon. I was like, and look. Of course, we want men to be connected to their emotions, but I did not sign up to watch a man cry in a hospital parking lot on Sex in and the that City. Old on just like that. Like, this isn't what this show is supposed to be. No, I know. I would have hung up on him and been like, you know, R.I.P. Wyatt. I hope. Well, Get him the fuck the thing, out of like, here. It's I hope like he ended up at that hospital Derek died at. Well, my thing is, is like. That happened with Wyatt because his dad's not around and he feels abandoned, blah, blah, blah. It's horrible. It's very sad. But then to see you next week, because guys. He's back. He's back. He's in New York. Back throwing rocks at our window that night. Are you fucking. No, but you understand that that's that night. Oh, my God. (laughs) So the party is later that evening. My God. Unless we're cutting. He left his child (laughs) in the hospital with broken legs and collarbones and scratches and bruises and he's gonna go to a dinner party and carries fucking sweat box christopher <laughs> lewis i am so angry right the, now i believe no the i'm that so evening. angry no what i don't know is as if what we saw was a um like we have the dinner i assume that next week we, it takes place fully at the dinner party however maybe it cuts to like a few weeks, and just like that, a few weeks later, and Aiden is throwing stuff at our window, and he comes in, and they're having sex, and that's how we fade out. But if next, I believe the, the I next, believe he's at the dinner party. He, I don't, I didn't see him in the apartment, but we did see him throwing rocks to get her attention. <laughs> this man is not a good father. He deserves his children. He deserves Wyatt. I hate Wyatt. And I'll go down whole, on that. I hate shit. the whole Shaw family. <laughs> oh, let's not drag on Kathy. Oh, I don't count her. I'm talking. Oh, about okay. Ragged Homer, uh, Homer, Homer. Wyatt, and, and Tater Tot. Mm-hmm. This episode was a real dope. <laughs> um. So let's talk about the trailer for a moment. Um. So I wanted to chat about two things. I think so. We in the episode and Carrie is in a knit sweater and a crazy um sh- skirt, and she is wearing that when Samantha calls, mm. which means she is calling at the be- probably towards the beginning of the episode rather than the end, which mm-hmm. I think is really interesting. Um, but I'm excited to see her, but I also don't really care. Yeah, at this point, I'm like, okay. It's be- I don't let's even wrap this up. <laughs> let's just get get out of. Can we get off this crazy train? 
<laughs> I'm like, I'm so angry right now. <laughs> At the idea that he's coming back. The night his child gets in the hospital. <laughs> what like, a All fucking right. piece of shit. Maybe, oh no, do you think? Maybe Wyatt, what? Maybe Wyatt does um, crossover. And Aiden's like, well, there's nothing else to be done here. See ya. Like, oh my God. <laughs> like he's like, all right, Kath, Kath, I can't really help. So, Kath, um, you got this under control. I got to go to my girlfriend's dinner party. Kath, could you shoot a text to Homer? She's got to say goodbye to her apartment. Yeah. Could you copy me on that email to Homer and Tate's? Thanks. <laughs> Bill, our insurance. Thanks. Um, Aiden does not Fucking have insurance. Sick. I hate. Aiden Shaw does not have insurance. So now, given that these episodes are called The Last Supper, okay. do we think the next episode includes some sort of betrayal? Like, do you think we learn something, right? Like, The Last Supper is where Judas betrayed Jesus, I think. Mm-hmm. What is the betrayal? I, I just feel like that photo that is the that is meant to be reminiscent of that painting that started the scene, that is the promotional picture. Like, are they building us to Carrie finding something out? Like, mm-hmm. maybe Samantha tells her something that's not great, mm-hmm. and that's what propels us into the dinner. I, I'm just very interested, and in, I hope that there is do something think, that is revealed like, at the dinner. Yeah, like, do you think she doesn't get her new apartment? Do you think it like falls through? That wouldn't be considered a betrayal, though. Well, that's why I'm struggling. Like, what if we find out? It'll probably, honestly, let's be. What do you think it's going to be? I don't know, but you know who's probably going to be betrayed is Miranda. She's never not. (laughs) She's not going to. Chase probably going to fuck Joy or or Steve in front of Miranda. Or we find out Carrie and Steve have slept together. We don't know anything else about Carrie's interior life. Maybe she's been dicking down Steve in the back of the clamshack. What if what if Steve brings that girl? That would I mean, well he can't. There's not enough room. We've seen them all sitting at the table. Yeah. And I did true. think like when she's like, "Do I even know 16 people?" I started counting up. I'm like, "Yeah, there's fucking 16 characters on this show." Yeah, we cover 16 so of your asses every week. Giuseppe, Giuseppe, Anthony, LTW, Herbert, Naya, Charlotte. Miranda, Charlotte, Harry. Well, I guess Steve. we just got the Lisette, Steve. I'm like, this is too many fucking characters. Yeah. And maybe the kids are coming too. <coughs> that, um, the old podcast host. Oh, Joshy? Jimmy? The guy that. Yeah, I don't have a name on him, but I do love that. I love his energy. Yeah. Um, his wife, who was, remember when they were, remember this season started with us going to the Met Ball? <laughs> uh, that feels like 10 years ago. <laughs> Did you like any of the fashion in this episode? I really didn't like that gold, like, quilted jacket Carrie was wearing. I, I didn't care for any cover. of Carrie's looks. I loved Miranda's ombre um, jacket. jacket. That, I, I thought also that was really, really loved beautiful. Charlotte's look at the gallery. The black, like, polka-dotted, like, Yeah, pepper. very classic Charlotte. Um, the clothes on this show are an affront to the eyes. Yeah. And in terms of men, I guess I'll give it to um, Anthony's butt double. I mean, it was a great butt. And yeah. if that's Anthony's butt in real life... Great on us. him. Um, and you're giving yours to Aiden? Excuse me? Aiden Shaw? Aiden Hunter Shaw? Is my is my what? Man of the episode? Yeah. No. <laughs> my man of the episode. Giuseppe's nine inch. Yeah. 
Good for him. All right, I'll give it to the butt. You'll give it to Giuseppe's dick. And what would you give this out of 10? Last Supper Part 1 appetizer. I would give this Armed and dangerous. A five. Yeah, I'd pro- actually, I'd give it a six. Because even as crazy as it was, it did feel at least like it was setting us up to something. And I do like the idea that we're converging towards this big dinner party. I think that's sort of fun. And something we've sort of been waiting for since episode one of this show was just mm-hmm. to get everyone in one scene. I don't love that we're converging in Carrie's apartment because there isn't a lot of room. Like when you put a lot of people together, you want to be able to say, okay, now these three go over there. Do you remember how these small two... it felt when Stanford and Carrie would just be hanging out in that apartment? Now they're gonna I don't even know where they're putting there. this table for 16 people. Where are they getting Is she this moving? Table? Oh, maybe her bed's been moved out. It's got to be. That's the only way you can. Chris, I can't. Although it it seems like Lisette's keeping that bed. Uh, Ew. That twin bed. (laughs) Well, Lisette's a tiny girl. Remember when Carrie went downstairs and slept in her bed and Lisette had a larger bed? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Carrie's down bad. Mm -hmm. She is the most depressing rich white woman. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening as we, you know, deep sigh in sadness about The Last Supper Part 1 appetizer. We hope you'll join us again next week when we discuss the finale of In Just Like That Season 2. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts. You can support the podcast by joining Patreon at patreon.com slash shortcomingspodcast. And you can follow us online. I'm at clewis1219 on Instagram. Sam, where are you? I'm at Bravo Historian on Instagram. And I'm at TakeYourZoloft on Twitter. Or X. Or X. All right, guys. Sorry for being so negative. Bye. Bye. Bye.